What's up, what's up, what's up? It is your girl Cynthia, and you know you can call me Gix, and you're listening to the new show right here on Active FM where Christ music is hot music. I hope you had an amazing Christmas, because I know I did. I've got so many stories to tell you about Christmas and my whole Christmas weekend and stuff like that. It's really, it, it has really been amazing, can I just tell you? But it is the 30th of December. Do you know what that means? Two days before, I don't know, do we say two days before New Year? Or do we say one more day left in the year and then we jump into the future? I, you can tell me. You can let me know what it is. I don't know if you should say two days or one. But anyways, New Year is coming up and a lot of people are making New Year's resolutions. I know I have made my New Year's resolutions already. I have got them written down and I'm going to put them in my room where I can see it next to the mirror by my dresser and be like, listen, every time I look at this, I will see my New Year's resolutions. So how does New Year's resolution have to do with the new show? How is that connected? That is what we're going to be talking about. But before we go into that, uh, remember you can catch us on our different platforms. We are on Instagram at ActiveFM777. You can catch us on Facebook forward slash ActiveFM. We're also on Twitter uh, at ActiveFM and you can catch us on our amazing website at www.activefm.co.za. And we're also on YouTube. Yes, I said it. We're also on YouTube and you can catch our live shows on YouTube and just search for Active FM and you'll catch us there. So like I said, we're basically connecting New Year's resolutions and the economy and stuff like that. And there's this whole thing called the January effect. Do you know what the January effect is? I just recently found out that there's this thing called the January effect. What is the January effect? How does um how does our New Year's resolution actually affect the economy? in January as well. So that's what we're going to be speaking about today. It's really going to be awesome for everyone who who wants to know about the economy. This is the show for you to listen to, especially if you're thinking about the economy while you're doing your New Year's resolutions. Like I said, I'm your girl Cynthia, but you can call me Gix, and this is the new show right here on Active FM where Christ music is heart music. <laughs> Hi guys, this is Masfedi from SNM The Morning Breakfast Show and I just wanted to wish you a happy, happy New Year's. I hope you guys have enjoyed yourself because I know I have. Love you so much. Bye! Have you ever heard the term, as goes January, so goes the year? And that term basically derives from the whole thing called the January effect. Now, according to Wikipedia, the January effect is a hypothesis that there is a seasonal anomaly in the finance market. Securities prices increase in the month of January more than in any other month. This calendar effect would create an opportunity for investors to buy stocks for lower prices before January and sell them after their value increases. As with all calendar effects, if true, it would suggest that the market is not efficient as market efficiency would suggest that this effect should 
disappear and that is what we're talking about we are talking about the January effect and how our new year resolutions affect the economy now what is the January effect the January effect is a perceived seasonal increase in stock prices during the month of January analysts generally attribute this rally to an increase in buying which follows the drop in price that typically happens in December when investors engaging in tax loss harvesting to offset realized capital gains prompt a sell off. Uh, another possible explanation is that investors use year-end cash bonuses to purchase investments for the following year. So if, if I had to explain the January effect, basically it's where investors increase or uh, different companies and stuff actually increase the price of their products uh, because of all the decreases that happened in December and the discounts and we had I mean, it's Christmas time. Things have to go on in di on discount and all of those things. And then January comes and boom, we can't start off on a loss as a company. So we're going to increase our price, our pricing. So now understanding the January effect. The January effect is a hypothesis. And like all calendar-related effects, suggests that the market as a whole are in inefficient. As efficient markets would naturally make this effect non-existent. The January effect seems to affect small caps more than mid or large caps because they are less equal. Uh, since the beginning of the 20th century, the data suggests that these asset classes have outperformed the overall market in January, especially toward the middle of the month. Investment banker Sidney Watchtel first noticed this effect in 1942. So the January effect has been going on since 1942 and we've been so oblivious to this. I mean, I didn't know there was such a thing as the January effect. I mean, I just went to the stores and I always thought honestly that I had spent too much money in December and now January comes and I don't have money but that is actually not what has been happening. This historical trend however has been less pronounced in recent years because the markets seem to have adjusted for it. Another reason analysts consider the January effect less important uh, as of 2019 is that more people are using tax sheltered retirement plans and therefore have no reason to sell at the end of the year for a tax loss. Now if you look at more January effect explanation, beyond tax loss harvesting and repurchases as well as investors putting cash bonuses into the market, another explanation for the January effect has to do with investor uh, psychology. Some investors believe that January is the best month to begin an investment program or perhaps following through a New Year's resolution to begin investing for the future. Are you one of those investors who has actually put it in their New Year's resolution to be like, listen, I want to invest for the future. Others have pontificated the mutual funds managers purchase stock on top of performers at, at the end of the year and eliminate questionable losers for appearance, uh, appearance sake in their year-end reports, an activity known as window dressing. This is unlikely, however, as the buying and selling would primarily affect large caps. Other evidence supporting the idea that individuals sell for tax purposes includes a study by DeMello, Ferris and Wang in 2003 which found increased selling for stocks that experienced heavy capital losses before the end of the year 
which found increased selling for stocks that experienced heavy capital losses before the end of the year and more selling of the stocks with capital gains after the start of the year. Further, the trade size for stock with, with large capital losses tend to decrease before year-end and for capital gain, gains after the start of the year. Year-end sell-offs also attract buyers interested in lower prices, knowing the dips are not based on company fundamentals. On a large scale, this can drive prices higher in January. Now, what are the studies and criticisms behind uh, the whole January effect? One study analyzing data from 1904 to 1974 concluded that the average return for stock during the month of January was five times greater than any other month during the year. Particularly noting this trend existed in small capitalization stocks, the investment firm Salomon Smith Bonney performed a study analyzing data from 1972 to 2002 and found that the stocks of the Russell 2000 index outperformed stocks in the Russell 1000 index, small cap stocks versus large cap stocks in the month of January. This outperformance was by 0.82%, yet these stocks underperformed during the remainder of the year. Data suggests that the January effect is becoming increasingly less prominent, however. An ex-director from the Vanguard Group, uh, Burton Malkiel, the author of A Random Walk Down Wall Street, has criticized the January effect, stating that seasonal an uh, anomalies such as it don't provide investors with any reliable opportunities. He also suggests that the January effect is so small that the transaction cost needed to exploit it essentially make it unprofitable. It's also been suggested that too many people now time for the, for the January effect so that it becomes priced into the market, nullifying it all together. And that's basically what the January effect is. So now let's find out what people have to say about the January effect. And I'm also going to ask about their New Year's resolutions. Have they taken into account the economy whilst making their New Year's resolutions? And the first guy I'm going to interview is Gluar from the Ultimate Engine Show. So, hi Gluar, how are you doing? I'm well in you, Cynthia. I'm awesome. Did you have a good Christmas? Yes, in fact, I did lots of food, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so we're basically going into the New Year and I'm excited. I don't know if you're excited about this coming 2020 and stuff yeah are you really excited i am actually so now there's this whole term and i didn't know that this term existed but it's called the january effect and basically what the january effect is is when stocks or the prices of stock actually increases and stuff like that so do you think you feel the effect of the january effect in january <laughs> not necessarily because i'm Generally, it's only I've only been actually independent for like a very short time, basically yeah. only this year. So I haven't really, I can't really say I felt the effect. But at the same time, it's obvious that, like you said, prices rise in January, right? Yeah. But another thing, I don't think the prices are that extreme that people cannot afford. It's just a matter of people not budgeting during the December time. So you would say that we have to budget in December for the January effect? Yes. Okay. And the next question I want to ask you, have you done your New Year's resolutions? I mean, New Year's is like 
two days. Wait, before I ask that question, do you say in two days' time it is New Year's, or do you say we have one more day left in the year? I think I'd rather say we in two days' time. I don't know. It just sounds normal to me. Okay, so it's in two days' time. <laughs> <laughs> so have you done your New Year's resolutions? No. You haven't done New Year's I, resolutions. Um, I have never really been into New Year's resolutions. What? It's not my thing. <laughs> Are you for real? Why? Before we actually, why do you not do New Year's It's just something that has not appealed to me. If I have something that I want to do the following year, okay, that'll be a goal, but I won't call it New Year's resolution because I'm just not into that thing. Okay, so do you set goals for the year and stuff? Yes. But don't you think that it's the same thing, like goals and resolutions? but I don't want to put a title on it. Sure, that is crazy, guys. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, I've been doing New Year's resolutions for the longest time ever. Yeah. And it's always been exciting for me knowing that January is coming and I can write down all these resolutions and stuff like that. But anywho, moving forward, do you think people think about the economy when they actually do their New Year's resolutions? I don't think so necessarily because obviously at that moment when people are thinking about their resolutions they're just basically in the moment and not yeah. they don't necessarily think about the costs of it okay so now this is like difficult to ask you because you don't do resolutions anymore. <laughs> uh but do you think new year's resolutions actually affect the economy in one way or the other yeah so i wouldn't generally say that the new year's resolutions actually affect the economy yeah. but it's like it's like both sides because it depends on what your rev- your resolutions rather revolve around. Yeah. So if your resolutions revolve around stuff that you want to purchase for the new year, then that affects the economy in the sense of now either it's going to go higher or depending on obviously the demand and supply. Yeah. And also at the same time, when people do not really plan to buy stuff, now it affects the economy negatively because the prices go high and now people don't have money for that kind of stuff so they yeah. just don't buy anything at all okay that is that is very interesting thank you very much <laughs> <laughs> and then the next person i'm going to be uh, interviewing is sandra from all things girls what's up sandra hey how are you doing i'm <laughs> good i'm good so did you have a good christmas yeah, I did. It was so awesome. There was hesitation yeah. in her voice, but anyways, <laughs> let's move on. So, New Year's Day is in two days, or do you say it's a day before? It's a day before. Okay, so we are about to go into a new year, meaning there's new beginnings, there is excitement to do new things and stuff. But before I go in, because I got shook by Gloire, do you make New Year's resolutions? Um, no, because the last time what? I tried that, Guys, it only what is like for, uh, for a day. When was the last time you did it? In 2017. Sure, wait, what was on your New Year's resolution that only lasted for a day? To exercise. So you only exercise for a day? <laughs> sure. Yeah, I did. Okay, so I'm basically talking about um, the January effect and how New Year's resolutions actually affect our economy and stuff like that. Is it worth it doing New Year's resolutions, especially with the type of economy, economies that we've been seeing? And I mean, last week I spoke about the fact that I went through the different countries that are going into a recession and things like that. So the January effect is basically when prices increase because of the discounts that happen, all the discounts and stuff that happen in December and stuff. Have you ever felt or do you ever feel the effect of the January effect? 
Um, not really because I'm kind of still dependent on my parents and stuff yeah. like that. I still, yeah, I live under their roof. So I've never went like, yo, this yeah. electricity has increased and stuff like that. What am I going to do and stuff like that? Nah, I'm always, yeah. Sure. And then, um, have you seen the effect, the January effect actually happen in, in people's lives and people that you're close to and stuff like that? Yeah, I have, I have, I have seen. Cause yeah, <laughs> you know, people say January is like the worst yeah. month of the year because yeah, of that January effect and yeah. stuff like that. Because lots of people, especially the people that are living under the breadline, they you know, they struggle a lot. Yeah, you know, cause now they can't afford like maybe a loaf of bread and stuff like that. Cause now the price has increased and yeah. yeah. Okay, and since you don't really make New Year's resolutions, you guys are making this hard for me. Can I just tell you? <laughs> but since um, you don't make New Year's resolutions and stuff, but do you still do you believe that our New Year's resolutions actually affect the economy? Well, not really, because some New Year's re- resolutions are personal. You know what yeah. I mean? Like the one that I try to do, like exercising. How is yeah. that going to impact the economy or aff- affect the economy? Well, if you look at it, you'd start joining, you'd have a gym membership and that Uh, gym membership would increase the sales in that specific gym. And then because of that, the economy is good, you know, tax, the taxes and stuff like that. that. So, okay. So you don't really think that our New Year's resolutions affect the economy? I think it's 50% 50 that they doesn't. Okay. Affect the economy, and then the other fifty. Let me ask it this way. Let me ask it this way. Do you think the economy? Do you think people think about the economy when they make? Their, Not at all. Not at all. Or yes. do you think the economy actually affects our thinking pro- process when we when we watch this make our New Year's resolutions? So obviously, looking at the January effect, I mean, the prices have increased. If you do your New Year's resolutions in January, yeah. you're like, um, I need to. Do you think the 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 January effect and all these economic factors actually affect us when we do our New Year's resolutions, whether it's in December or in January or whatever. Um, uh, like I said earlier on, it does really depend on the New Year's re- resolution. Yeah, for example, if someone says um, they want to all, like own a business and stuff yeah. like that, obviously they're going to be affected by the um, January, what do you call it again? January effect and stuff like that. Because first of all, they have to get money, like, uh, they have to get capital and, yeah. like, things for the business and stuff like that. So that, that may be, that might be impossible for them because of the January effect, you see? Yeah. So, yeah. So do you think people should think about the economy when they actually write down their resolutions? Yeah, in a way, yes, they should, yes, yes. Does this mean you're going to have a New Year's resolution, guys? You should have a New Year's resolution, no? (laughs) I might. Thank you very much, Sandra. So you heard it here, what people think about the January effect and whether they feel the effect. Now, for me personally, I've also never really felt the January effect. That's why I never knew there was this whole thing uh, called the January effect. But as as I went through and as we read, basically, it's not as important as, as it was before. It's not as effective because uh, the investors and all of these people have actually uh, worked things in such a way that you don't we don't feel the effect or the effect doesn't have that much you know, influence over us and stuff like that. But uh, if you look at a new, a new Year's resolutions and stuff like that, personally, I believe that New Year's resolutions do affect the economy 
both in a good and bad way but you don't really see the effect of it just like the January effect it does affect us but we don't really see it if you look at the positive part of New Year's resolutions actually affecting the the economy you find people are buying more stock because of certain things that they want to accomplish and stuff like that people gym memberships can I just tell you that gym memberships increase in January because everyone is on some I want to lose the weight that I gained in December or I want to um, actually become more healthier and stuff like that. So if you look at your health products, if you look at gym memberships and all of those things, the, the, the stock or the, the value of all of those things actually increase because of New Year's resolutions and things like that. The negative side of it... Um, is some people actually cut down on certain costs so a person would rather say they will not buy a house this time because of things that happened in the previous year and things like that so new year's resolutions are, are both affect the economy in a good and a bad way and now that there's all these countries actually going into recession i really f believe that a lot of people won't make economic choices in terms of their new year's resolutions and stuff like that and if you also look now in this generation not a lot of people i mean we've just had two examples of people that don't do new year's resolutions so now before i close i want to ask you have you made your new year's resolutions have you thought of the economy before making the new year's resolutions or have you just said listen this is what i want to accomplish this year so i'm gonna write down my resolutions and stuff like that do you feel the effect of january please let me know L let's share what new year's resolutions hey so i'm gonna put down my top five resolutions so if you want to know what my top five goals for 2020 are, go on to the Active FM Instagram page at Active FM 777 and you also catch it on my personal Active FM page, Cynthia underscore Gix and Gix is spelled G-I-K-S. So if you want to know what my five, my top five uh, resolutions for the year is, just go on. But also share. I would also like to know what your resolutions are. Have you had any resolutions? Have you thought of the economy before you actually... Did your New Year's resolutions and and stuff. Now, if we quickly look at the end of the Great Depression, about a quarter of American adults formed New Year's resolutions. At the start of the 21st century, about 40% did. So it actually decreased. In fact, according to American Medical Association, approximately 40% to 50% of Americans participated in the New Year's resolution tradition from 1995, Epcot, and 1985, uh, Gallup Polis. A study found 46% of participants who made a common New Year's resolutions, e.g. weight loss, like I said, gym memberships, uh, exercising programs, quitting smoking, well were likely to succeed over 10 times among those decided to make life changes at other times of the year so make your new year's resolution i mean studies have shown that people are likely to succeed because they made the resolutions earlier in the year rather than uh, making it uh, later in the year this is the new show on Active FM where christ music is hot music and remember you can catch us on our different platforms we're on Instagram at ActiveFM777. We are on Facebook forward slash ActiveFM. We're also on Twitter at ActiveFM. You can also catch us on our website www.activefm.co.za. And we're on 
Apple Podcasts, we are on Google Podcasts, and we're on YouTube as well. We are everywhere. Everywhere you look, boom, there you got Active FM. Look up, you got Active FM. But we also have amazing, amazing shows, not just the new show, but we've got the movie show, we've got What's the Topic, we've got the Ultimate Engine show, we've got All Things Girls, and we've got a lot more shows. So get listening, get downloading, get sharing. Message us if you've got any topics that you'd like to hear. Like I said, I'm your girl Cynthia, but you know you can call me Gix, and this is the new show right here on Active Film where Christ music is hot music. Christ music is hot music. Active Film, Christ music is hot music.